treasure is a myth. I refuse to believe that. Maybe at work? In the car? Where do you are? Geocache Talk Podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. Hey everyone, it's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcasts, or Google Play, or wherever you can find it, so that you can hear. And uh, where did I lose my point? Place. You get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music and our patrons. Limax, Demon Hunter 2, Aggie Jedi Master, Electric Waterboy, who's in the chat room, I saw him, Joshua the Geocaching Vlogger, Cashley, One Kind Word, Ravenclaw Tia, Shermanator 18, Butterfly Girl, Loon Trackers, The Aussie Geocacher, The Geo Gearheads, Sodak Zack, The Deadliest Cachers, Terrell 2, Neil Moore, Molly the Geocaching Dog, Team D&D, Geocaching Adam, Peachy1276, The No-Co Geocachers, PJ Hugs, Tick Magnet, Marcy Panic, Bricker John, Firesafe, Doc Firewoman, and our new patrons, FS Sabero, GeoRick, Cash Addict, Cash, Cash Addict Me, Geocaching Janji, The Geocaching Junkie, and Sir Drumalot. <laughs> Now, if you've never heard that list before, and I've read it every week for 66 shows, because I switched it all around, and now it is uh, the GC names of all of our patrons. So I thought that would be fun to do, a little bit different list. Uh, and if you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash talk for more details. Patrons get path tags, coins, and I think I've sent most of the coins out to all of our there you go Sydney showing the coin as well um, and other geocaching swag during the year as well as invites to special events only for patrons support levels start at as little as $3 a month well we got a big show tonight so we're just going to jump right in and get started so let me introduce the co-hosts Sydney hello everyone Jesse Good evening. And normally he is our man at the cache, but joins us tonight from the Geocache Talk North studio. It's Zach Fick. What's up, everybody? Awesome. We got we got we got everybody here in, in the sh- in the studio tonight. So and a full chat room. We do. And we have a full chat room. It's awesome. A full chat room. That's awesome. 
We'll keep keep track of that thing as it rolls by. So we're going to jump right into show 66 for September 10th as we welcome Bruce Baker, a.k.a. Fuzzy B, to the show. Welcome to Geocache Talk. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> you bet. Uh, we're, we're just glad to have you. Um, and um, uh, Bruce and I had a quick uh, pre-show talk a uh, week ago or so. Uh, yeah, about, I guess it was last week. Wasn't it, Bruce? And uh, uh, we had a good time talking and kind of getting getting prepared for this show so it'll be very interesting but we're gonna do a little bit of news before we jump into um grilling fuzzy b on this cash he's ready he's prepared for the for the onslaught of questions so uh first is the coin um uh, we are uh still selling our if i can get it right where our logo is it's always kind of fun there's our coin that we're selling um uh, Geocache Talk coin. I'll flip it around and show you. There it is. So, anyway, um, coins are fifteen dollars for U.S. and twenty dollars uh, if you are international. And uh, you can purchase them at the bottom of the main page, the geocachetalk.com website. Uh, right there at the bottom, there's a spot. Um, okay, a couple things too about it. We're down to 13 of these things. <laughs> so once they're gone, that's it. Now, there's a few that we've reserved for events and places that we're going to be. But as far as just website sales, we're down to 13. But we've also decided that once these we, we, we purchased 100. And once we're done with this 100, we're not making any more of this particular coin. So if you want to buy one, now's the time. So get on that if you would, please. Um, another note, CETO week is coming up September 23rd through October 1st, 2017. So hopefully people have their CETO week plans or does anybody, is anybody going to host one or, oh, Sydney's, Sydney's going to, you're going to host one, huh? I am. Um, I'm hosting our fall adopt a highway CETO for the Finger Lakes area this year. So. Oh, sweet. Uh, are you going to still try to plan to go to one as well, or are you just going to do that one? Um, I haven't seen any pop up anywhere near me, so mine's okay. the only one so far. Cool. Well, it's neat. Uh, they do that a couple times a year, the CETO, CETO weeks. So, um, We got an email this we got a couple of emails um, this past week, and I just want to talk briefly about one of them. Uh, the Deadliest Cashers, Nancy sent an uh, email in, and um, I just want to read a portion of it uh, again because we have a lot on the show tonight. So she says, um, uh, in her opinion, the, the more rules we have to be, we're talking about the geocaching uh, rules that have just been updated recently is what her email was in regards to. Um, she says, in his opinion, the more rules we will have to be written due to the introduction of the geocaching app into the game. Don't get me wrong. I find nothing wrong with geocaching with an app. But before the app, people who got into geocaching made more of a dedicated commitment to the game due to having interest in a hiking GPS I've been geocaching since 2011. Prior to the app, the majority of cachers I would meet out on the trail were in the 30-plus year range. Nowadays, anyone with a smartphone, which could mean 
like she says, seven-year-olds and up, can download an app and give it a try. The fact has, this fact has its pros and cons. It's changing the complexion of the game. And she goes on to mention some other things. But I found that one paragraph interesting. Um, so, uh, Jesse, you've, uh, you have, uh, besides you and your wife, uh, caching and but you have two daughters that'll that go geocaching some what do you what are your thoughts on the fact that we've got some very young cachers that are coming into the game do you think that they will have to do more rules or what are your thoughts on that i think a lot of it's going to be uh self-policing you know it depends uh kids can run a gps too you know they're used they're better technology than some of us older people mm -hmm. um but we cash as a family and my youngest, I think for her eighth birthday or something, she hosted her own geocaching event. So it can be done right and had swag and everything else, just like any event. And they've both hidden their own caches. Um, I think it still comes down to the person. You can have high quality caches, no matter what platform you're using it on. Um, it just depends on who's hiding it. There are some young and old cashers, that mm -hmm. had high quality and low quality. Sure. So, yeah, with, you know, anytime you get an influx, like a Pokemon influx or something like that, that could be a bad thing. I, I don't want it to be Pokemon, but, right, right. Um, but you can still be high quality. You know, there's those caches out there that are just outstanding and that could be a new cacher and it can be an old cacher. So I, I don't think that alone will change it. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's interesting though, and we're going to do a sh we're going to do a show on the virtual caches soon, uh, and also we're going to probably do some more talk about uh, these new rule or the re rewriting of some of the rules, and so that will be we'll probably roll wrap that into one show uh, here in a couple of weeks. So, and I'll just throw in that I'm a hundred percent iPhone cacher, right? Um, Not GPS guy. So. Yeah, I have a joke. I have a I have one, but I, I don't use it as often. Um, Got one too. It's in a box. Right. <laughs> but with, with Cashly now and with offline, uh, you know, being able yeah. to go offline, all that, there's no real, as long as you're prepared, you can do it that way, I think. So um, the other email, we're not going to get to tonight, but I thought it was interesting. We got an email from Finland uh, and she sent some fascinating information about geocaching in Finland. So I um, uh, want to try. So I immediately said, Hey, we, we want to have somebody on the show from Finland because we we tend to try to periodically have somebody on from Australia and Canada. We've had them from all over the all over the world. So she's going to look for a Finland a Finn can a Finn geocacher for us. Uh, we're going to try to have somebody on from there. Uh, recent you know recently had the 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 couple on from Belgium, so that was a lot of fun. So uh, and then Jesse, you did something interesting today too. Yeah, so it ties into this conversation too, right? And I think, I don't think you can classify a cacher by how they cache or as far as what device they use. Because I went out today and we took a brand new cacher out, a buddy of mine and I did, for his very first cache find. Well, it was a five-hour, we only covered two miles up a mountain, got about 10,000 feet, and found a cache that has not been found since uh, 2013, in August of 2013. We were only the third. Uh, there was only two signatures on there before before us. Um, awesome hike. Did the whole thing with, uh, you know, it's all, there's no cell signal up there. Did the whole thing with Cashly. 
Awesome. It was not hard at all. There was a trail of, you know, there's no trail, but there were several caches in the area and no GPS. So cool. you, can, you can do it both ways. I don't think the device has to define really right. what quality of cacher you are. But it was yeah. great. Uh, what do they call it? Uh, not cold cache. <laughs> what is uh, the lonely cache? Lonely cache. That's it. Yeah, yep. lonely cache. So, um, yeah, over four years it hadn't been found, and it was up there right in the place it needed to be. So. Four years. That's awesome. Yeah. It was really cool. Now, granted, it was on top of a mountain. But, yeah. So. And uh, you think there were three people that have found it so far? You think? Yeah, only two before us have ever found it since 2013. So it was uh, it was a good one. It was a hard hike. I'm going to fall asleep right after the show tonight. So. <laughs> well, speaking of a cache that's only been found three times, do you like that segue? Oh, Do you like that? Come on, Sydney. One. You know I set that up for that. Um, that's a that's maybe not lonely. Well, I think it's kind of lonely, Bruce. I mean, it's only been found. I mean, it's only been found three times, but uh, certainly I think enough people have sort of been around it. Lots of people have been around it. But uh, let's start, uh, Bruce, first with a little uh, background because this isn't like. Uh, you know, you're not like a one hide person or one fine person. You've been uh, been in geocaching for a while. When did when did you first learn about geocaching? I think it was back in uh, 2004. Okay. I uh, bought a new truck and a uh, Garmin unit came with it. Oh, cool! Yeah, and I was hiking the the Appalachian Trail at the time. I was using it there, and a guy I hike with suggested geocaching and uh i'll be frankly i wasn't interested i just thought it sounded i don't know what it sounded <laughs> right. but uh i tried it out and uh so there it goes from there wow yeah you've found over a hundred thousand geocaches yes. I, th- I don't think people know that i mean realize that that's incredible well, there's getting to be quite a few people now that are up there. Um, eight or nine now, I think, have found uh, over a hundred. So that's that's neat, though, uh, be, for different reasons. So, uh, of during that time uh, of that hundred thousand, who um, were you by yourself mostly, or who was kind of geocaching with you mostly? I guess maybe not for I, all of them, but yeah, I I probably got most of the caches on my by myself. I was with Team Snook for five months at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm caching with Boyle Mile now for the last four years. Um, most probably half the caches have been with uh, maybe one or two other people. Okay. No groups. No, no groups. groups. Right. Right. Uh, did your wife go with you or family? Uh, my or friend, a geocaching okay. friend, Boyle okay. Mall, Maryland. Oh, yes. that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, usually it's Susan and I, and we, we, have, we all kind of have different, different spots. I know uh, Zach probably tends to go. You go by yourself most of the time, right, Zach? What do you think? For the most part, yeah. Okay. Nobody wants to do the caches I do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, your your girlfriend will sit there and hold the hold the video while, down while you're climbing, being a Spider Man, right? Yeah, or uh, EK, EJK PBR, Eric. That's right. In some yep. of my videos. Yeah. He's he's come along. He's probably the one I catch with most. So nobody wants to watch Zach plummet to his death. <laughs> Spider Man under a bridge. Zach doesn't want to. Wa- <laughs> right. Zach yeah, doesn't exactly. want to watch Zach plummet to his death. <laughs> right. Um. So. 
over all that time, do you have a, any one favorite experience or maybe a couple that have just really stood out for you over a hundred thousand caches? You know, after so many, they, they all run together. I to sit here and say, which one was a favorite. I really can't do that. The biggest thing is it's taking me so many places, every 48 States and all the provinces. And I've seen so many neat places that I would have never even come close to if, if not for geocaching. So it's mostly the, the traveling and the, the scenery, the, the interesting spots we've seen. That's a big attraction. You said 48 states and how many provinces? Uh, six. Canadian, yeah. Now, I haven't been out of the country other than that. So. Oh. That's a lot, though. That's Any, any no favorite spots out of all those? Oh, I just we're right just putting now, you right on the I, spot right I'm now. So. Yeah, you know, there's, there's <laughs> so many okay. caches. Uh, I would say uh, probably up in the mountains and uh, up around Mount Shasta and so on, Northern California, it was very nice and just very remote. And, I can know. get on board with that. I like and it. the deserts, of course, all the big runs in the deserts and the endless hours and days and weeks spent there chasing the numbers. That gets very old after a while. I've seen a lot of desert. Uh, I don't want to see any more. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. No more. You've seen enough of it. Yeah. So you've done a lot of those big power trails. Is that mostly what you like to do, or do you like the longer hikes with the scenery, or what's your favorite? I, my favorite thing would be hiking on a trail. That's that's what I do before I did this. Uh, and that's what I do now. Um, I did the power trails for the numbers because I got caught up in the competition with other people. And um, next thing you know, you're, you know, you're, you're 12, you're, you know, you're number nine, pretty soon you're number four, you know, it just, uh, it builds real easy. I couldn't imagine getting caught up a caught up in a competition. I don't know how that that would be like. Jesse loves competition. (laughs) But I like the I like the hiking part. That is a lot more fun, though. It is really is, and you can enjoy. I can enjoy it more now. I'm not out there trying to get the numbers. I can take my time and go where I want to go and see what I want to see and geocache. That's. Very cool. That's a good way to do it. I like yeah. that. J- Jesse's saying that as he's probably within range of the. Is the Moga Cup still at your house, or did you send it off to somebody else? Or it might be within a few feet of me. It might be a few feet of you in the Moga Cup. Yeah. So, but <laughs> right off screen. Yeah, just just off yeah. screen is the Moga Cup with uh, both him and Zach won. You know, that's yeah. So, um, yeah, it's. Um, I think that's neat, though, that you've you're able to do. You kind of did both. You've, you've done the numbers game, and you've also kind of backed off and kind of doing it, you know, yeah. the way you want to. So, um, all right. Well, it's time. It's time to talk about it because we've got everybody <laughs> chomping their bit to talk about this cash. <laughs> so, um, uh, a real challenge is the name of it. In Mother's cash with a U. Uh, which we'll talk about. And for those who want to follow along and uh, play along uh, as we go, it's GC1764C, as in cash. And it's in near Peoria. Is that right, Bruce? Just outside, just west of Peoria in a, a Jubilee State Park. 
Okay, Jubilee State Park. That's awesome. So, um, now this was this was not, of course, your or this was not your first cash hide, right? No, of course okay. not. No. Well, hey, you could have gotten really lucky with the, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, something like that. But um, how did how did you come up with Mother's Challenge? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you the story. That's kind okay. of interesting. Yeah, um, Mother was my geocaching friend, mother and son. And uh, she was kind of running up the numbers and I wanted to do something to slow her down. So this was just a personal challenge <laughs> to her. I hid this cache with the idea that she couldn't uh, continue on until she found it. And uh, of course she never found it. She was there, I can't imagine how many times, but um, it's, you know, she never found it, so she finally went on with the rest of her caching. But that was the story behind it. It was just a personal thing between her and I. I never expected it to be as well known or last as long or not be found. Um, it's all very interesting. <laughs> now, I think people aren't looking correctly because I'm sure it's just an ammo can. It's just really well hidden inside there right is it yeah, it's one of those little small ammo cams oh see there you go there you go there's the there's the hit zach you're is. looking for a hit there all it right is. it's a small ammo can there you go oh. <laughs> oh well that's funny though i was thinking lamppost why do i have a feeling this is <laughs> i don't think there's lampposts there jesse that's why what makes it hard to find this is why do i have it's a an invisible lamp filled with lies <laughs> right yeah i don't I, yeah, well, you never know. We, we'll, we'll see. We would but. never trick people on this show. What are you talking about? No, we never do. So you didn't have any idea it was going to be this crazy? No, or this kind of following. Uh, you know, one of the most best-known caches in the world and sought after. And I just, I'm, I'm amazed by it all. In fact, at first I felt guilty when people spent so much time looking for it. But now I'm just enjoying the the fact that people are enjoying not finding it. Right. <laughs> yeah, there there became this cult following of the DNFs, yeah, you know. Exactly. <laughs> don't don't feel guilty about that. I, if something like this was anywhere near me, I'd be there every day. I would stop all <laughs> caching and just sleep there until quit work. Quit work. Take a month off of work. Everything else I could do to just. I, I think out. you need to come on out. You're not that far away. Yeah, it's like 13 hours. I think no. you're right. I'm not very far away. No. Nope. <laughs> well, speaking of sl sleeping, of sleeping, yeah, sleeping of sleeping out at the cache, um, <laughs> we brought, uh, like I said, we usually he's out at a cache tonight. He's with us tonight. But uh, Zach, um, you have actually tried to hunt for this sucker. And um, tell us a little bit about the experience. Uh -huh. Yeah, well, first off, I want to say it can't be that great of a cache because it only has three favorite points. <laughs> well, I've noticed that. Listen to that. It only has I, three finds. No. Yeah. I, I'm going to give it a favorite point just for the, <laughs> the experience, I think. I don't know why people haven't given it more favorite points. That's uh, true. Well, I don't think you can unless it's a found it log. Yeah. Oh, really? I can't give it a favorite so, point? Oh, that's yeah. interesting. I never thought about that. That's interesting. That was the joke. It's three for three. It's it's a hundred percent. Yep. It's a hundred percent. Hundred percent over all the time. Yeah, and for those for those listening, um, it has 
over a thousand people watching it. And that number actually went over a thousand the weekend I was looking for it. What probably a month ago, month and a half ago. Um, Yeah. So I had heard, I think it was on Facebook. I had seen a post about this cache and people were talking about it, how it's, well, nobody can find it. And of course, you know, I liked the sound of the challenge and read up on it and everything. And, um, kind of had this weird urge to go out there and I I went out there convinced I had the right hunch and my hunch was that you needed a black light there you go. that's cool black light man <laughs> been tried many times yeah <laughs> yeah well I didn't know that I no. didn't ask anybody but I was like well that would make sense why nobody can find it and the only people that found it it was kind of starting to get dark out maybe so just everything I was reading, you start projecting what you think it is onto it. So I picked I picked the weekend that I had free. The next one I had free. Uh, I drove, uh, yeesh, how far was it? I think total it was 16 hours of driving for one day of looking. And, and this was all I was doing. <laughs> so I drove all the way out there, <clears throat> left Friday night after work. I get there at 3 in the morning. And Mm. at three in the morning, I actually arrived in the park and I decide even after all that driving, I got to check this blacklight thing. So for an hour, I'm going up and down this stupid shelter with this little light that doesn't at night, it doesn't brighten up that big of an area. (laughs) So I'm going over every nook and cranny looking for something. And uh, there was no clue. So I went to bed, woke up the next morning and Started the longest day of geocaching I've ever done. 13 hours in one about 20 by 20 foot square. <laughs> well, well actually, maybe te- the, the whole shelter's a little bigger, but. Technically, you didn't geocache because you didn't find anything. Yeah. No, I just <laughs> wandered around a park shelter like a like a homeless guy. <laughs> staring, staring up, uh, climbing on tables and feeling the wood. <laughs> Did anybody else show up, up while and, you were there, Zach? Oh, yeah. There's a. Uh, there was a guy that he's like, I've been, I go for a walk here every morning for however many years. And I always see old people climbing all over these tables, looking at the ceiling. And I don't, <laughs> and they're on their knees picking at cracks with their fingers. And I don't know what's going on. And I kind of just explained it to him. And he's like, oh, well, well, why don't you show me what you're looking for? And I said, I'd love to, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if I only knew, if yeah. I only had a photo. So, but uh, no, and then I searched, and then I had uh, 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 two other geocachers show up. Uh, they were really nice to. Uh, they brought like Subway for me to eat and some Gatorade and stuff, so I didn't even have to leave the site. And they searched with me because they were convinced I would have the lucky golden ticket to this thing, and you know, with with giving it a whole sun up to sundown. You know, something would have to give, but I gave it everything, Fuzzy, and you know that. And <laughs> I came up empty-handed like so many before, and I don't know. I uh, went to – well, at the end of that day, right as it was getting dark, I was getting kind of just deliriously tired from being out there in the heat, and so I went got some supper in Peoria. I'd never been there. Beautiful town. Went and got some caches I needed for – well, I needed to keep a daily streak alive. And uh, needed some for some challenges, so I got everything I wanted in town. And then the next morning, met Fuzzy, 
chatted with him for a while and uh, got on my way. So that that sound familiar, Fuzzy B? That uh, you've heard this kind of <laughs> people tell you this these kind of stories. Yeah, that's and I hear quite a few uh, stories like that, and and of course then there's the request for. Tell me what it is, and I'll hide it in my country, and I won't tell anybody else. <laughs> right. Of course, I get not. a lot of those. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. Hey, they were trying to be creative, at least, you know. That they, yeah. But uh, um, now you recently. Can I give you a quick laugh? Oh no, go ahead, Zach. <laughs> so uh, actually, just recently, I decided right near my house there's a shelter, <laughs> and. Uh, I I decided, well, I don't know what it is, but there was one idea that I had that I'm like, well, this would be super hard to find. Mm-hmm. So I hid that. Um, and it was literally basically, it's a Slim Bob type deal. So mm-hmm. if anyone in Sioux Falls is listening, you're getting a big hint. But <laughs> um, And it was just slid up in a crack, completely out of sight that you would have to just get lucky, a lucky draw with the tweezers and pick right. it out right. and i i was like well this will be kind of my ode to fuzzy and my weekend there and everything um, and a guy i get a found it log that night the guy says yeah the guy says yeah it took me about 15 minutes uh oh, to find it and oh. uh and man and i even said like it was kind of like the whole shelter and the, the dude had 198 finds Oh, there we go. Nobody, nobody's found it since, but <laughs> I don't think yours um, rises to the same level. Nope, I, I pale in comparison to Fuzzy B, and I'm here to admit that I've been humbled by the cash. I've been humbled by trying to hide my own. Just you're the man, Fuzzy. You're the man. Thank you. So there's a question in the chat room before we yeah before go ahead. We move on, Gary. Yep. Does does the reviewer know where it is in your area, Fuzzy? I don't recall at the time um, if I specifically said exactly how it was hidden to the reviewer. I can't really say. I don't recall. It's been 10 years ago. Um, I got permission from the park superintendent at that time that was there, but he's long gone now. Uh, as far as I know, nobody knows where it's at besides myself and the three finders. The uh, part of the new rules is you have to tell the reviewer exactly what the container is and how it's hidden. So I that haven't would be seen a lot the, harder. I have not seen the new rules. I haven't read them. Yeah. So. They're they're brand new. So, but, but yeah. he's grand he's grandfathered in. He hasn't he doesn't sell a soul now. He's I know it'd just be it. harder to recreate this kind of is cash he, nowadays. Oh, you're right. It would be kind of would hard he to be. Recreate. Would he be grandmothered in, though? Oh, but <laughs> oh, oh. Zach Fick, like ladies it. and gentlemen, he'll be here all night. Yes, I uh, will. Yes, I will. Uh, you know that's uh, it, it's it's interesting because I, I so Fuzzy B, you mentioned too. I think before we before the show started, we were talking before about how the three people that have found it. I don't think any of them have a lot. Of fines. I mean, they they have some, but it, it it's uh, compared to some people who have looked for it that have probably a lot of fines. I mean, it's just interesting uh, the people that have found it. 
you know. Yeah, they were all relatively new to caching as far as their numbers of fines. I, I noticed that right away. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe that's the only people that should look for it. <laughs> fresh, fresh perspective. Yes, exactly. Well, um, I uh, I try yeah, I try to cajole uh, Sydney traveled out to geocaching uh, to the Geo Woodstock 14er mm-hmm. all the way from New York all the way out to Denver and I uh, I poked and prodded her several times to try to get her to uh, to stop. Didn't I? Yeah, it was. Uh, I remember you were like, "I have this idea. This I is what it. it has to be. I yes. got it. I figured it out." And I'm oh. like, "It's not really on my way." Right. <laughs> um, it was like, "Come on, I can't you just make you know." stop for it and i was like yeah maybe not uh close enough (laughs) we had we had a a tight schedule we had we that we were on so Mm -hmm. it didn't make the list unfortunately well and i think what threw threw off my my great idea was the fact that i tried to hide a cache like it here in in in, at our park and when i described it what i think it was what I thought it was, I described it to my reviewer and my reviewer says, Oh, you can't do that anymore because of, you know, different reasons. And so I was like, aha, I now know exactly what it is because I can't do it here. (laughs) And, uh, but that wasn't what he, you know, he, he was not, uh, I think it was more the fact that he's like, well, you can't do that just for other reasons. It wasn't necessarily because of, this cash so it definitely threw me off and so zach kind of helped me out with the uh trying the because my idea was the what he would what zach tried so zach you gonna say something oh yeah no i was just uh thinking for our for the listeners especially i mean i guess that anyone uh should we should i just kind of describe what it's like when you get there like <laughs> what what yeah. you're seeing and everything yeah that's uh, kind of and what we know because mm-hmm. I think people are thinking, at least when I first heard about it, I thought it was this gigantic, like, huge building or whatever. But until you saw photos of, yeah. the, of the shelter. Yeah, no. So um, so when you get there, I mean, it's just it's a, a, a city park or state park, just a small campground type park. Um, there's this small parking lot. You walk down this slight incline of grass. Uh, which might be the two terrain, maybe the two terrains, because you got to stand on something in the shelter. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> um, so you go down this little rolling hill um, down to the shelter, and it's it's a park shelter like you'd see it those rectangle shelters that you'd see at pretty much any park uh, anywhere in the states. I'm guessing. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's 60 foot by 25, 30 feet or so. Maybe a little bigger. Maybe. Um, but it's just like eight columns, uh, with a roof over it and then a cement pad with various seams all over it. Um, there's a lot of promising cracks that you can look in. Um, the, there's a lot of rot happening. So there's a lot of holes that you can peek in. Uh, there's a lot of places that you can look in, but he's, he has mentioned a a few hints and I actually recapped everything I knew in my log uh, that's on the page. So it's not in the electrical work. There is like a light with a, a big gray box uh, and everything. And a lot of people were tampering with that, I understand. Um, and so he did say it's not on that. So leave anything electrical alone. It's not in the box um, or in the, the light 
switch it or the light at the end. Um, it's not under the shingles or the metal drip cap. I guess people were lifting up all the shingles and tearing them off and yeah. pulling the drip cap off. Yeah. It's, uh, he said it is a log in a container in the shelter. Uh, no need for power tools, wrenches, or screwdrivers. Leave the bolts alone. There's like these big bolts that go through the posts, which, you know, fake bolts are a, a you know, pretty clever thing in geocaching, but it's not that. Um, he gave this container away uh, at his one year event, but he gave a lot of containers away. Uh, <laughs> and nobody that I contacted seemed to remember what was given away at the event. Um, it's within the footprint of the roof line. So if you draw a straight line from the edge of the roof down to the ground, uh, it's uh, it's within that um, cube that that creates, I suppose. Um, you don't have to search outside of that either. So no digging in the grass. There's no tearing up the yard or the edges of the cement there either. Um, you do not need to damage or dismantle anything, no matter how much you may want to. <laughs> it is a container that you open and the log rolls up. The cords are good. It can see the light of day and breathe if necessary. Uh, and then it's not the picnic tables or trash cans because they can be moved all over. You know, people move them all over the park. So, right. so now that you got that, <laughs> you may be picturing the cash or the shelter and any idea you have just you kind of go through that checklist and it's like well it kind of gets rid of a lot of ideas but you still might have a few just from my experience i still went there with a few ideas and even those didn't pan out so yeah so uh so fuzzy b is that uh um, sounded know? pretty it's pretty accurate i uh you know Wrote that, it's yeah. not outside the edge of the concrete. A lot of people dig around the concrete, but the footprint of the roof eliminates that. So, um, mm. right. It actually yeah. does save you a bunch. It saves you a lot of square footage. That that single thing right there. So if you're looking to save time, like that's a helpful thing to remember. Um, it just eliminates about two feet of each crack on the outside, and then the entire perimeter. Yeah. Um, so another hundred. 60 feet or so of on your hands and knees. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm glad, um, fuzzy B you put that in there as far as, um, like, <clears throat> because in the, I've noticed in the chat room, people mentioning about how, you know, it, people are going to be stupid about geocaching sometimes, and they're going to try to tear stuff apart and damage stuff. Yeah, so, right. um, I think it's unfortunate people try to do that because there's no need to, like you mentioned, you give them, you have a really good description and I think that really helps. Um, I don't, do you re recall whether you originally, that's been in there for years, but did you, did you have to modify that as time, because you went out there and you're like, what are these people doing out here? And did you kind of have to add some, some notes in there to the description? Well, as it went along, I, you know, I had people up on the roof. Uh, so, you know, you kind of had to eliminate things. Um, right. Yeah, it's it's there's there's not much there when you eliminate everything I've said it where it's not. There's not a whole lot left. No. Right. 
Right. You know, it's interesting. I, I first heard about this, and I think many people that are not in the area or for whatever reason, maybe they hadn't heard about it. But first I heard of it was it was a blog on geocaching.com. And if anybody wants to read it, it we, we, I put a link in the show notes for that on February 16th. And the blog post says, of course, this is three years ago, seven years, 327 DNFs and two fines. That was at that time. And uh, I, thought it was, I thought it was fairly well. Uh, it was a good write-up. I felt like they did a good job of writing, writing up that blog post did they contact you about the blog post or did how that no i don't remember how it came about but i had nothing to do with it it oh, just okay. appeared and uh you know somebody submitted it something i don't know right right well uh it's kind of neat to to see that and read about it and get all of our you know get our juices flowing yeah it really it really picked up the interest after that there was a lot more people coming out after that Right. That's really cool, though, that uh, yeah. they, did, they went and did that. But uh, um, And also there was a um, Facebook group that was started just recently by our Zach Fick yeah. call, called The Shelter. Yeah. Um, and um, so we also we also have a link uh, to that group. So um, and Fuzzy B, you're OK with with Zach setting up this Facebook group? Do you feel like it was? Uh, well, I'm, I'm really glad he did. It was a good idea, and uh, it was something that needed to be done, so I'm very thankful for that. Um, it's got me more involved and more interested in the whole situation, really. Right. Uh, and, and, and decided to go ahead and have the upcoming event November 4th. Yes. Uh, because of that. Which, yeah, we'll, we're going to talk about that a little bit in case people are interested. There is going to be an event coming up, so we'll get to that in a moment. But fascinating. And uh, Zach, yes, good good, good job, buddy, putting out that Facebook group. Uh, I think I think a cache like this deserves it, and I think, mm-hmm. I think caches out there, if there are really, you know, just well-known caches like this that are highly watched or just searched for, even if they're ones that get found a lot, having a place to kind of uh, share pictures, share stories. Um, you know, that's, I think there's a couple of caches out there that could have pages like this. And uh, it seems just through, I mean, cause like before I went out there for the weekend, there was, you know, in nine and a half years, there was 900 people watching it. But all of a sudden in one weekend, we shot right past a thousand. And it was just from me sharing pictures and periscope and exactly. videos of this. And I think it it's renewed a little interest in it. I hope a lot of people, because of that, show up to the ten year. Um, just letting you know, I'm really going to try to make it out there. Actually, oh cool uh, for the oh, ten year. You do, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be fun. Yeah. So I'll have to kind of oh, see what the schedule looks like good. around there. But yeah, yeah. Well, whether it's whether it is or isn't, uh, you know, you'll have. I mean, if you're within the <laughs> roof line, sorry, Back guys. Nice on a roll tonight. <laughs> Uh, at, at least we'll be able to find shelter when we're sick. Yeah. Oh, oh that's, man, that's bad. The puns just keep coming. How many caches have their own uh, Facebook? I'm the, I'm the. Yeah, really. I'm the reigning champ. Oh, can't stop. be many. Oh my, the reigning champ. Now, I'm sure there's other caches out there that have their own Facebook group, but I have or page or whatever. But I, I don't think I've ever seen one. I've seen them for events. But not, mm-hmm. you know, like big events or whatever, but not not a single cache. <laughs> and not for one that nobody can find. Well, three <laughs> people can find it. But, what do you, you know. get on there and talk about? Yeah, hey, I didn't find it either. 
Yeah. Now that's you know they got new strategies, and I'm sure they're going out there together and stuff. Yep. I wonder how many people have actually DNF'd it and not logged it online. Oh yeah. I oh, wish we knew yeah. that number. Yeah, I do too. I it would be really amazing. <laughs> um, I think it's, it's safe to say over a thousand. Yeah. We were, uh, pretty easily. We're talking before the show because. Um, because Fuzzy B, you're saying you know some people that they go out there all the time. They just don't log another DNF. They just yeah, go out there, and search. There's a local guy that's been out there 100, 200 times. Uh, mother's been there multiple times and not logged all of them. And there's many people I know in the area that go out, sit, look, think, you know, over and over and over. They don't don't log. So. Yeah, I would encourage anybody on any cache, not just this one, but log those DNFs. That gives people an idea of how many people are actually it doesn't, you know, that's it doesn't do anything to your ego if you don't find a cache. You know, it's that's part of the fun. Yeah. But so you've had it out that there be... for a while now. Um, have you got? I think I saw one, but it was deleted. Have you had any false logs on there, or people have claimed it that haven't found it? We had one guy in town here that was a problem for everybody, and I think he claimed it at one time, but. Uh... I would suspect if somebody put a I found it log on there, it would cause a stir, right? Yeah, it always does. <laughs> what are you what are you turning around for, Zach? What's what's wrong? Zach did This Zach is your did, time, Zach. Jump Zach in. did it by mistake. Oh, boy. D- d- Zach didn't mean to do that. Oh. He, he did it but by mistake. Yeah, so <laughs> so. So I'm at this, I hype, the, I hype that I'm going out to this cache mainly so people give me ideas and everything. I'm trying anything and everything people suggest all day. Um, I'm delirious and tired, dehydrated, ready for some food, and just tired of walking around standing all day. Uh, I type up this really detailed log since, like, I had to, like, scroll through everything to kind of get hints or things that people may have said or Fuzzy Bee said or just stuff I gathered through there what it is and isn't um and i was like well i need to write a post um you know that kind of just has it also like it's right near the top and people can scroll so i type up this whole thing um thanking fuzzy b uh for meeting me and everything hit send uh tell them that i right i mentioned in there how i'm humbled and everything i hit send and as i'm hitting send i see in my cashly app I have found it pre-selected, so I need to actually go in and change it to DNF. And so I hit send, and I'm watching you know, the buffering thing go, and I know immediately, well, I got to go change it to a DNF. So I hop in, uh, quickly go to my Safari, and quickly change it to a DNF. You know, no big deal, except for there are a thousand people watching this thing <laughs> that get a found it log. And in a matter of about 10 minutes, I had about 40 emails, texts, or, face, or uh, geocaching messages, Facebook messages, everything yep. coming through people. You found it? Congrats. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, a minute later, I start getting people, hey, did you actually find it? Because your log doesn't sound like you found it. You sound pretty depressed and sad that you didn't find it. <laughs> Like a half hour and everything after that is people like, oh, I see, you're trying to log a found it and sneak one by. Nice try. 
And it's like, no, I changed it immediately, but that doesn't change it in their emails. All they see in their email that comes through with the watch list is uh, uh, a found it log was posted. So no, I, you're, not, uh, you're not the only person that's done those, Zach. I've had a few of those uh, that got changed quickly. It was, it was quite embarrassing, and I just hope that uh, Fuzzy B didn't get uh, <laughs> get because uh, yeah, because at that point I had told you I was giving up and uh, no was. Uh, signing or uh was gonna log a dnf and all of a sudden you get a found it log <laughs> oh, i'll should. never live that down much uh, like the mingo cash i'll probably never live that down yeah well yeah i mean you almost you almost locked yourself out and you know, everybody who doesn't know about zach so sodak zach go watch that video of zach uh, who's trying to film in his car and it's like how you're at mingo and it was like 12 degrees or something crazy and the car uh, starts to move 40. 40 okay it looked cold <laughs> yeah it was negative it negative no, no negative cold. negative 40 negative 40. Minus 40 okay there you go yeah um now when zach went and looked for it there had only been two people find it and then not too long zach after you were out there uh, somebody found it and I sent you a note and you're like, no way, no way. I was like, no, the guy says he found it. So the third one, right? Uh, Fuzzy B was very recently. Uh, so if I understand correctly, the way you want them to do it is you want them to sign the log. If you ever define this thing, you sign the log, you put it back exactly how you found it, and then they want you to you they email you these three people that found it. They email you, and then you're going to go confirm it. That's correct. Yeah, okay. that's the best way to do it. There's no uh, questions about it then, and right. I check it quickly, and that's uh, good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the interesting. So it's been I think a while between we we can go look at the cache, but I mean between the the find logs, I mean I think that was fairly recently or yeah. was, shout out uh, August 2nd. Yeah. Yep. Shout out to burnt turtles. Yes. Do you get emails when some, when like when this last one did other people that have been watching it email you, or I'm sure that person got all kinds of emails. I'm sure they did once in a while. I'll get a comment, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm sure the finders get lots of questions and, and emails. You kind of mentioned this earlier, but do you get a lot of emails asking for hints? Uh, yeah. Um, people seem to think they should get a special hint. Uh, they're frustrated, they're tired, and they don't want to leave, and so I get an email. But I'm not online. Uh, I don't have a you know a phone. I, I have to be on my computer to see an email a couple times a day, so I can't respond right away. No. I, I would be curious to see. I'm not going to email them to bar bother them, but the three people that have found it, how many emails they've got for hints. You know it has to be a lot. Uh, I would think so, yeah. Hopefully some of those people will show up for the uh, new event. Yeah. In my area, somebody would have just, you know, thrown down the pill bottle and <laughs> signed it and moved on. <laughs> you should do that. You, sure should, that you, should, you should fill the shelter with, like, ten decoy caches that when you open up it just says this is not the cache. It's not the cache. <laughs> That's Slim, just me. Slim Bob's Blinkies. <laughs> they, there was some in there at one time. There was one, and other people placed a couple, and then they get found or pulled out and disappear. There's nothing there like that now. That's funny. That's um, so 
do you think you'll ever do something like this again? You have any plans for another cache like this, or no? Um, this is it. This is enough. More than enough. <laughs> no, I wouldn't use it somewhere else. This is unique, and it's it's the one. So the only one. Well, and you weren't trying to make it something this big, right? When you hit it, so no, not really. Uh, I just wanted it to be difficult, and uh, so I turned. I think out you did be... that. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I haven't been out there myself. I think I, think I achieved that point. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's the interesting thing too about this is that you said at the beginning uh, you want to you ha you want to hide this for uh, the the person who goes by mother and um, did you did you did you have an idea what you want to do and then you hunted for the right place or did you go to the place and then determine that this idea you had which. I guess which came I, first, I guess. the I, I guess the chicken and the egg thing. Yeah. Uh, I had the idea, and uh, I picked out this shelter and talked to the superintendent, and um, that's where it ended up. Okay. Interesting. It, it may be, we're checking on it now in the chat room, but it may be that one of the founders is in our chat room right now. Oh, very cool. One of the three. Burnt Turtles. Burnt Turtles, That is a yeah. very exclusive club. Yes, it is. Just can we give them a round of applause? I think we need to give yeah, them a round really. of applause. Burn turtles, way to go, buddy! Kind of Zach's hero right now, right? Oh, he is. <laughs> yeah. No matter He's, what he, I, I'm gonna hit him up in the DMs for a hint. <laughs> that's right. Look at that. I don't think that's gonna do you any good, but you, yeah. For everybody listening to the podcast later. He gave us a hint in the chat room, and now you just don't know what it is. Yeah, you just missed ah. it. <laughs> Send all hate mail to Zach. See, that's that's why you should always listen to the show. Okay, never miss it. So, Fuzzy, at the uh, ten year event, um, I think uh, if if I show up <laughs> and there's you know forty, fifty, two hundred people, however many show up, people searching for this thing. <laughs> I think I've decided if I find it with that whole group, I'm going to not say anything and secretly sign it and put it back without anybody noticing <laughs> and then hightail it out of there. <laughs> Just see Zach run away. Run so, they don't, so they don't stab me. <laughs> It'd probably be pretty crowded. Yeah, it'd be a little tough to do. I think people would be watching you closely. Well, I'll just, uh, I'll if I notice something i'll just leave it and come back later that come night. back later yeah, <laughs> after go. the event is over yeah there you go yeah so <laughs> speaking of the event uh it's on november 4th which is actually the 10th anniversary of when you hit it right that's correct and what do you guys have have planned for that day okay the event uh, is going to be at the shelter adjoining the shelter it's right around right around the corner as a playground, uh, we're going to have uh, sandwiches, uh, hot soup. I'm going to do some um, drawings for prizes, and um, we're going to have the new geo coins there, for the DNF coins available for purchase at cost, or somewhere around there. Very cool. And what? What? Tell us. Tell us a little bit about the coins, because I, I love this. I love what well, you. the coin about. is. Um, it says on the back side. I'm trying to get the right. I D and F the shelter. 
And on the front <laughs> side is a photo of the shoulder with the GC number on it. Oh, that's awesome. So it's, it's strictly for people that have posted a DNF. That's all. Oh, the Finders so Bert, can't have it. Bert Turtles, you can't have one, buddy. Sorry. That's no, nope, sorry. <laughs> I think he'll survive. He, has his he own can have one that says, I found the shelter. He can make his own. Yeah, he just it. scratches it off. I and writes found on there. I am one of the. Yeah, I, I thought there'd be uh, more DNFs than finders, so I made it for the DNFers. Right. Yeah. Right. That's Slightly awesome. more. Quick question. Um, <laughs> Fuzzy, you mentioned there's going to be soup at this event, right? Oh, uh, yeah. We're going to have it... some homemade tomato soup. Something hot. Is there going to be. They're gonna be turtle soup, like burnt turtle soup. Oh, oh that's a thought. There you go. All right, where's the uh, mute? Where's the mute button for Zach? I'll, I'll put myself button. in the button. There's I'll a, put oh, myself in the penalty box. He muted. He, he just muted himself. That's awesome. You don't have. You don't have to do that, Zach. Seriously, man. That's all right. Um, now, in the kind of as we're wrapping up tonight, there are. Um, you said also they're going to be you're going to put there's going to be some new caches out in that park, not this one obviously, but yeah, there will be new caches placed in the park for the event and the surrounding roads and on the trails and uh, there's already thirty caches in the park at least. Oh wow! So people can get kind of a consolation in the fact that they go, they can't find this, they can find caches down nearby. So it's, yeah, actually, I hope everybody gets out on the trails and uh, goes after the new caches and has a good time, rather than waste a lot of time in the shelter. <laughs> right, as you as you put there, it's like y'all need to forget about this cache because you're not going to find it. Just kind of yeah. move on. So why not have fun and tour the right. park <laughs> instead of? Driving yourself crazy, Zach, with just, just let it go, buddy. Just let it go. <laughs> now, find it. now someday this someday, of course, it'll it's gonna I don't know. It, I know there's problems uh you've mentioned before, Fuzzy B about this the shelter's sort of old, it's wooden, it's sort of starting to, yeah, to it's full of termites in one part. So at some point this cache will be archived at some point. Yeah. We can all say that. There's never. Now, <clears throat> do you feel like that for the right price, and somebody, <laughs> somebody who has written at least two geocaching books, oh. um, that you would sell the rights to the exclusive <laughs> uh, book rights for this new. Uh, <laughs> he's got the cat. So can we maybe you and I get together? We can write a we can write a book about this cash. So good. Um, actually, go. I think I'm going to go for the highest bidder and just archive <laughs> it and see how much I can. I need the retirement money. That's true. There you go. There you go. Six thousand dollars. Perfect. Oh, listen, <laughs> he's already, already. We're already getting a bid here. <laughs> wow. The little paddles. <laughs> we raise the paddle and and bid money. <laughs> All right, let's go around the I'll room. Just keep my paddle up. As we finish, yeah, really. Let's finish this up. So, Sydney, I'll let you go first on the wrap-up here. Oh, this just sounds way too crazy for me. You guys are <laughs> driving yourselves bonkers out there looking for this. It's, I mean, I'd probably give it a look if I was in the area. I don't think I'm going to drive out there to specifically look for it. This, it's. I would just drive myself crazy. I would be like, I'm done. I can't do this. Uh, it's been an hour. I can't do it. I, I hate looking for more than 
forever. I just give up. Mm-hmm. Move on. Uh, Jesse, what are your thoughts? This is absolutely the kind of cash I like. <laughs> I would definitely do like Zach did and drive overnight to get there and spend all weekend there sleeping in the shelter till I could find it or not find it. And even if I didn't find it, I would love it. I would love it even more almost if I didn't find it just because it would still be a challenge out there. I wish there was more more high-quality caches like this out there. I mean, I know this one's extreme, obviously, over a 1,000 people watching it, and not not everything can be like this, but this is the stuff that that keeps me inspired to continue geocaching. You know, I like fun little quick runs too, but this is the kind of – knowing that this kind of stuff is out there is why some of us just keep caching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. So, Zach, what are your thoughts? Well, I have to say again, Fuzzy, I know I've told you a couple times now, but this cache humbled me in geocaching when I was just running rampant, finding everything, no matter how high or low or difficult the puzzle was. And so kind of like Memphis said, um, to know there's a cache out there that truly has stumped you is kind of refreshing because around here, if you don't find it, it's probably more so because it's not there. And after a while you find it's because it wasn't there. And so I wish there were a few more, not maybe not to this level, but maybe it's something that it does take a, a bit. So I've hidden a bunch of those in my town kind of inspired by this. And I hope other people are doing the same as they think of ideas on how to hide this thing, you know, go back to their towns and hide things that are inspired off their thoughts. Um, and I hope, uh, I hope a lot of people turn up to this tenure and kind of give uh, you and the cash the the respect you deserve because this is, I mean, it's kind of a gift to geocaching to have a, you know, little legends like that. Some people might have thoughts and opinions that aren't so supportive of it, but uh, I think it's I don't know, one cash out of three million is. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny. I think I looked it up. The most watched caches that I could find, it goes the International Space Station. Right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, then the other one is at the bottom of the Marianas Trench. Mm-hmm. And the third one is in a park shelter in the middle of a mm-hmm. field in rural Illinois. There you go. <laughs> That's perfect. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Fuzzy so, B, what, what are your... What are your closing thoughts on uh, on this? I, I, you know, I anything can be a cache. That's the way I look at it. Um, any object, anything you see, can be turned into a cache. And I'm just uh, very pleased at uh, all the ki- nice comments about this one. I'm really starting to enjoy it now. For a long time, I thought I might archive it because of some frustrations, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really pleased to contribute something like this to a community uh, create something like this. That's wonderful. Good. Well, um, yes, I, I think I speak for many of the mature geocachers uh, who really do love geocaching for the adventure. And like Jesse said, and we've all said tonight, we are very thankful for for what you've done. Um, for this cache and just for geocaching in general in, in your many years of, of being part of geocaching. So, um, again, a, a, a big heartfelt thank you. And um, thank you for being on the show to talk a little bit about this cache and the fact that um, I think 
like you said, maybe some of us have, ins- have sort of gave some inspirations of in various times, and Zach, you know, being, you know, younger than us, you oh. know, and he's uh, got that excitement, and it really, I think it really helps all of us with, with for me at least, it does seeing a guy of his age and his interest, and in, in just um, it's infectious to see somebody like him um, go at these things and and. And the fact that he appreciates it, I think, really speaks to sort of maybe the next generation uh, of geocachers that maybe, um, even though I think, like you said, sometimes we see things, uh, at least I've had caches destroyed, and and I kind of get down on geocaching sometimes where, um, you know, we need to look at the positives and all the people that are uh, geocaching now that are... uh, just really, you know, uh, seeing like Jesse's kids. I've, I've I've been around his daughters a little bit, and just seeing their excitement and and um, uh, that really I think makes me feel better and be more positive about the geocaching. Has um, there's still a lot of excitement and a lot of adventure um, still out there. So, again, thank you so much. Well, uh, folks, we we hope you enjoyed tonight. Uh, please email, email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at geocachetalk. Uh, mine is at Gary Slinkard, one word. Jesse is at Memphis underscore mafia. Sydney is at Shermanier GC. Zach is at Sodak Zach. Uh, and the Facebook page for our show is facebook.com slash geocachetalk. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, uh, various places out there for podcasts, as well as the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click on that subscribe button below so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. Until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Get one of the last Geocache Talk coins, or they're gone, and... Go geocaching. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night, mother. Good night. Good night.